Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 21 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. As as always on a Monday, we take a pause from our regular Come Follow Me study uh, to reflect on a few comments from listeners over the past week or so. And we also discuss anything else that, have been, that has been studied either by myself this week or by something that someone else has sent in. Uh, no study that uh, has been sent in by anyone else this week. However, there have been some listener comments which I want to reflect on, um, partially because I didn't get a chance to uh, talk about listener comments last week. So we've got some comments about some things we talked about in the first vision uh, lesson from last week's Come Follow Me and also um, a, one, a comment or two about some of the points from uh, the week that we've just gone through in uh, Doctrine and Covenants 2 and the latter part of Joseph Smith's history. So, uh, to begin with, um, we had uh, a comment uh, from uh, a couple of people about how we, um, or what advice we'd give someone, how how they can hear God in their life. Um Stephanie Colvin said, find quiet moments to disconnect from the world and the hectic nature of life. Take your scriptures, a journal, pen and go into nature however you can. For me, it's my backyard. I pray and ask for God to allow his spirit to spend time with me as a companion and teacher. Then I study, I write and I think works every time. And I think that's a really wonderful comment. If we are, um, if we have a real intent, if we have a real determination to receive some sort of presence or revelation in our lives, we can receive it. And more, more often than not, it is just a simple case of going and being specific about wanting to receive an answer or at least wanting to receive, um, you know, the presence of the Holy Ghost in our hearts. It may not be that we get an exact answer about a question that we have. Sometimes we know that the answer is not right, yet right to come to us, but we always are able to feel that presence if we are if we have that intent. Uh, Greg and Jess Ulrich Aldridge said this, the first step is to have a spirit of gratitude. When you begin to notice all the blessings you have daily, you'll begin to realize that God is in the details. Then you'll begin to feel and hear God's inspiration in your trials and in your and in, and in your joy. Also realize that every good thought and deed originates from God's voice in our lives. So some really um, wonderful thoughts there about listening and how we can hear God in our lives. Um, we also reflected on um, how I had learned that Joseph had, had learned to ex- that he had to experience the adversary in the grove because he would then know what the devil and his power felt like. So when people would state that, you know, what he had seen was of the devil, that he would know that that was not the case, but he had experienced what the devil felt like. Uh, and this led to a thought from, again, Greg and Jess Aldridge, Aldridge, who said, I learned this as well, but I gained an additional realization at church today. I came to understand that the reason Jesus Jesus Christ is referred to as the Prince of Peace is because Satan cannot mimic feelings of peace. When Joseph had the experience with Satan, he felt foreboding and fear. When God and Jesus appeared, he felt peace and could not deny his experience. I realized that whenever I experience a sense of peace after prayer or even during a trial, I know that that it is my inspiration that I'm on the right path. I thought that was really important and a great insight uh, about how um, we can, you know, receive an understanding or, or be sure in the knowledge that what we have felt is of God. You know, if it feels good, if it's a peaceful feeling, we can know it's from the Spirit. Um, I also asked the question about, you know, how Joseph, 
he prepared uh, for his prayer in the in the sacred grove and how can we make sure that we prepare for our prayers better and uh, a comment was made by Greg and Jess Aldridge, which says, Today in church, one of the speakers talked about the difference between inspiration and revelation. She used the example of Joseph Smith being inspired to pray and take necessary steps like study and pondering before he was prepared to receive revelation from God and Jesus. So in short, I learned that we need to follow inspiration in order to prepare us for revelation, just as Joseph did. Um uh, I think I think that was interesting. I don't know if there is a, a difference between what inspiration and revelation is. You know, is is not inspiration revelation in a in a smaller degree or a on a on a spectrum. But I suppose you know I, I completely agree with the fact that we need to listen to those smaller inspirations before we can receive greater revelations. Uh, if we're not going to listen to the smaller inspirations, then we're not likely to listen to the large revelations. So uh, I think that that is a really important point. So um, we then move into this week, and there wasn't really a lot of comments this week uh, from listeners, although uh, yesterday I shared a post about how I love many things about the gospel, and one of the things is about um, my understanding of the sealing power and how important that work is to seal families beyond the veil and, and find those beyond the veil, um, you know, not, not just gather Israel here, but also beyond the veil. And I think that, um, well, I know that I shared my thoughts about the spirit of Elijah and how at first I wasn't too excited about receiving the spirit of Elijah in my patriarchal blessing. But actually since then, you know, about 10 or 10 or 14, 10 to 14 years later, I've come to understand that it's a lot bigger than that. Um, Candace Welch said this, um, my patriarchal blessing says the same thing about the spirit of Elijah. I'm sure that there will be a period in my life where I have the time and ability to fulfill that. I also really liked your explanation of the understanding of the sealing power developing over time and not becoming the way we think of it for many years. That's something to remember about our church in general. It is developing line upon line and precept upon precept and is not even fully developed and restored at this point. And I just want to... um. I want to back that up and say, yeah, exactly. I think we often get into a mindset that this is the true church and therefore it must be perfect and it must be, we must have everything that we need uh, in this church where the reality is it isn't perfect at this stage. We know it's not finished or complete. We know that it is Christ's tr true church and that it is led by revelation and God is leading it to the point where it will be perfected one day just like us. And I think that that's an interesting thought that, you know, how we need to see ourselves in that way as well, that we should don't have to be perfect today. In fact, we're not going to be perfect today. Um, but let's, you know, line upon line, make ourselves, you know, get closer to that point through our lives. I think that's a really important insight there. Um, so yeah, that was some comments and thoughts there. And I thought they were really important to share. There is one thing that I want to share from my studies this week. I was actually studying a, an article um, in the January 2021 Leahona uh, magazine. Of course, we have a new uh, magazine church um, and I've been really enjoying it just as much as I enjoyed the Enzyme. I'm not saying that it's any, you know, particularly better as such. Obviously, it is a, a more global uh, publication than it was previously. Uh, but there was a talk, an article, I should say, uh, which talked about um, recovering from spiritual numbness uh, not so much because I felt I've been spiritually numb recently, but I think that all of us can um, relate uh, to, you know, these feelings of spiritual numbness at different times in our lives. 
there was, in fact, there was a lot of um, articles, really, particularly the digital articles about grappling with gospel questions and seeking revelation and finding that those answers when we're doubting. And this was kind of linked with those, really, um, by Tadeo Murillo. Um, and, you know, I don't know, there wasn't anything particularly that stood out as such. It was just, I really liked how they explained how we at times go through spiritual leprosy. Um, and it's a, a, it was a illness and affliction, uh, which, you know, was, was really difficult to go through. Uh, but Christ was, was willing to reach out and bless those people, even if others were shunning them and, and trying to ignore them. Um, and so I thought that there are some really good points made in this. We often talk about how we need to receive revelation and President Nelson has taught this often. But there was this part in the article which talks about misunderstanding revelation. It says, quote, when we talk about personal revelation, our minds often jump to, visit, to visions, angelic visitations or striking voices. And when we don't experience these things, we might feel that receiving guidance from the spirit is hopeless. We might feel like something is wrong with us. But we need to realise that feeling, the spirit, is not about those big earth-shattering moments, nor does the Lord only speak to us about our big life decisions. Another pitfall we stumble into is that we often turn to the Lord for help with only big decisions like schooling, careers, marriage and family, but we neglect to turn to him in every thought. The Heavenly Father speaks to us often. He speaks to us in the way he rec we recognise it best individually. He can guide us daily, even in the small details of our lives. Close quote. It then talks about a list of things that we need to do. We need to believe, put in daily efforts, obey um, to be able to prepare ourselves to be able to feel that revelation. Um, and really, I can't do it justice uh, in, in the short time that I have with you. But it really is a, a lovely article, which, you know, particularly for those who are struggling to feel that those promptings of the Holy Ghost, maybe worth a share and, uh, you know, just to encourage them to, to keep trying with it, even if they are finding it difficult, because we can all receive those those prompts and inspirations that was talked about uh, by Greg and, Jess, and Greg and Jess Aldridge, which I think will really bless our lives. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Uh, join us tomorrow as we begin our study this week of um, the next week of the Come Follow Me materials. Um, we look forward to seeing you there. Please join in with the usual podcast, um, you know, um, Facebook page and the email. I would love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.